Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We are joined by the dynamic duo from the Love and Design Project here today. Joining us, again, going to have a great conversation about all the interior design and the architecture uh, that they're going to bring uh, into your home, especially working, I know, mostly in New York City these days. But again, they're world-renowned, and they can work with you anywhere around the world. Uh, Samantha Basuto-Drucker and uh, her husband, Jeffrey Drucker, as well, joining us here today. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Jill. So nice to be back with you. I love to end the week on a Friday with you. Thank you. Same here. And on a beautiful day in New York, right? It is a beautiful day today. Uh, For those new time listeners, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourselves and the project you're working on for everyone out there who's in need of this type of service, which is so many of us? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Jeffrey and I are a renovation duo. Um, I'm an image consultant turned interior designer and Jeffrey is, well, Jeffrey's an architect. <laughs> She's taste, I'm technical. <laughs> That's right. I'm right. I'm taste, he's technical. And together we're unstoppable. And today, what we do happen to be currently working on um, our own project, our own personal project, which is the renovation of our new apartment in Manhattan, which we're very excited about to do some funky things. But today we wanted to talk about, and we do specialize in urban renovations, mm-hmm. you know, apartment renovations, because unlike living in the suburbs where you have a house, you can build up, you can build out, you can use the shed, there's a basement, there's an attic. But when you live in an apartment, it is what it is. And Limited space. Life, that's it's, it. It yeah. does not change. You're limited by the space constrictions of your interior space. Hence and the topic. In- for today, we're talking about sharing space in general. And, uh, That's right. you know, you mentioned with a little renovation, uh, sometimes, well, more comfortable space can be made and it could be solved through design. A larger apartment may not be that option. Uh, so sometimes you got to go uh, with the bigger plan, go for the bigger place, but uh, also the renovation probably is the best way to go. And I go, <laughs> and you guys are really experts in life collaborations and you can help us with this. Absolutely. So today's topic is sharing spaces. And a lot of times when we share spaces, it's brought on by life events. For example, cohabitation, marriage, uh, the addition of children, or you're planning to build a family, grow a family, or uh, caring for an elder. Um, Often it necessitates renovation of your living space. Um, For many city dwellers, getting a larger apartment is just not always an option, Mm -hmm. um, especially in this market. So how can you redesign your existing space, uh, reconfigure it or make it more flexible um, so that you can accommodate the changes that you're making in your life? So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get to that, Let's just talk for a few minutes about if you do have the luxury or an option to change your space. Which is uh, great. Based on some of these life events, you know, what should you look for? So obviously there's the real estate portion of it, location, location, location. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have kids, you want to be near good schools and yeah. all those kind of things. But we're not going to focus on that. But you need talk. a criteria yeah. list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to focus on that. That's right, because if you do decide that you want to move, um, especially in a complicated real estate market in big cities, 
you want to have criteria list. So, so one of my pet peeves is when you walk into a new apartment, so often the, the, the way you're entering the space just doesn't feel right. Uh, there's a situation, uh, sometimes you walk into the space and you're facing the third bedroom or you're facing a bathroom. And unless you see a plan where you can renovate it easily to make that change of space, that to me, that's an immediate no-no. Or if you're in a, a really densely populated city like New York, you know, maybe the broker has shown you you know, something that looks like a renovated closet and they're trying to sell it to you as an apartment. <laughs> you know, I've seen some things you're like so that. You're so funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, but your criteria is the most important thing. Before you do look for a new space, and again, we're talking about the planning and interior space, but more than the location, put together a list of criteria. What's the most important things that you want to achieve in that? and accomplish in the new space? Do you need three bedrooms? Do you need two? Can you utilize flex space? Do you need light to open you know, more windows and so forth? Uh, you know, what are those most important things in that layout of that space? And you know, think about the future and the flexibility. Because in fact, if you're buying a new space and you're gonna do some renovation in it, uh, you, know, you want it to last for a while and hopefully years to come. And do you think there'll be other life events? So, for instance, uh, will there be kids on the way yeah. in the future? Uh, or some of the things that we're going to talk about. So do think about all of those things and make sure that that space accommodates those future um, uh, flexibility and needs. Because if it doesn't, then perhaps you're better off using the budget that you do have to really do a fantastic renovation, which might often just solve the problem. Got it. So, All right. Samantha, let's get into that. So yes. life events that mm-hmm. affect your existing apartment. That's and, right. And how, how can we modify? So maybe we start off with, you know, a, a very common one, marriage or cohabitation. That's right. So you got to make room for the person in your life, especially if one of you is moving into the apartment of the other. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're getting a new place together. She did that in my I remember, and I, and I was going. Together, and and my, my like, biggest wow. question about you all: who has <laughs> who has the bigger closet when you renovated? Who got the bigger closet? Yeah, you're such a good yeah, guy. Of course, closets. of course. Wait, when you when you first moved in, Samantha, before the renovation, was there enough closet space to begin with, or no? Oh no! When I first met Jeffrey and I moved into his place, yeah, there was no room for me at. At all. I had to carve, literally carve myself some space. Uh Carving, she means dumping my stuff. I don't like this. I don't like that. These shoes can go this. Mm -hmm. Yep, got to move on. You really need this desk? I have to tell you, that's hard, you know, because you hang on to things, uh, even those that. You know, we don't hang on to as much and some of us more, but there's certain things you don't want to let go. So, you know, you, you kind of phase that out. You say, okay, let me think about these. Okay, these can go, but these let's put aside. And, you know, it, it doesn't all have to be at once. Samantha might disagree with that. That's my <laughs> uh, observation of it. Okay. So certainly uh, in, a, in a marriage, uh, you want to make sure that there's enough space for for each uh, one to have space for their needs and requirements. So this hack, which I really believe is the first step to any life-changing moment, life-changing space sharing, 
whether it's a girlfriend, a spouse, um, a relative, a child, whatever it is, a pet, whatever, whoever you are making space for to share your space, home, and life with, Mm -hmm. the first step is to get rid of the things that you do not need that do not spark joy that you never use Mm -hmm. because you want to show the other person that indeed you are making space for them in your life. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a space requirement kind of portion of it. But then beyond that, it's also easier to renovate when you've cleaned out the clutter, (laughs) Uh, especially if you have to face it. But, and then, and then the other part is to understand what each one wants and what each one is important. Again, criteria, you know, start with your goals. What are mm-hmm. the main things that you want to accomplish? Because without that, you know, no matter what a life event we're talking about, you'll be all over the place. What's yeah. your criteria? What's the important things uh, that you want to accomplish in the mission? And recently, I have been seeing some new products on the market meant for sharing apartments with other people and they have some extraordinary products on the market now including sliding walls like the whole wall just slides so on uh, during the night it's your bedroom and during the morning it slides the other way it's the living room really yeah Yeah, it's so cool like walls that do like this Uh and then on this side and on this side are like closets that are built in. Oh my oh, I've, goodness. Or, or I've seen desk space. Yeah, and then it goes like this. And there's a flat screen on this side. There's some amazing things. And I have to figure out how to do it, right? But you, glad you mentioned that. And that those actually work very well for uh, studios. folks yeah. who have studios. That's right. And, you know, you have you know one big space and it's a bedroom at night, and how do you convert it into a living space or even more a workspace during the day? And a lot of these moving, sliding things, That's right. um, you know, beds coming wow. down at night, you know, or a desk popping out of the wall. Uh, there's so many out there. I've even seen collapsible stairs. What? I've never I'm... in my life I've heard of collapsible <laughs> yeah, stairs. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you can make yourself a loft because sometimes you need to think vertically and use every surface as a storage possibility. Um, And so, and there are some really beautiful treatments these days. And once I saw some of these sliding walls, I was like, wow, that is amazing. I also saw something that is like one piece in the middle of, basically a box apartment um and it was a rectangular modular unit like this and on one side was like the bathroom you took the corner it was the kitchen i mean like depending on what side of this wall you were on um but all the plumbing was centrally located which you know we're getting into details but i'm let you take it away but you know in the city uh especially for single folks with a studio uh, making the most of your space, it's really important because today there's, there's a lot more uh, entertaining from home and then working from home. Let's talk yes. about that a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big topic for, for everyone. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, certainly, you know, those who are on their computer, professionals and stuff like that, they're accustomed to working in the office and obviously like to 
work remotely gives them flexibility in life, work-life uh, balance. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the important things is to have uh, quiet space, uh, good acoustics, uh, and I think you do have to kind of have a, a separation from uh, the other spaces in the house, especially if there's kids or dogs or stuff like that. So all of those things, uh, while we say we can work with them. Okay. I'm just thinking about COVID. Do you remember all the newscasters at home on TV? All their kids were running like serious news stories and they're broadcasting yeah. from the house and the kids are running around in the background. The wife's at the door chasing the kids. So yes, we yeah. we learned a lot from this. Yeah. Yes, we did. It's, it's a little better today because I mean, the kids are all going to school most of the mm -hmm. time. There's also a balance. There. But how many people around the world now work from home? Yeah, I do most days and myself. That's right. Me too. And you and I, Jill, are not just typical um, professionals that just need a computer. <laughs> you and I have production equipment, mm -hmm. right? We have computers, lights, lighting. Oh my God! Right? Cables, exactly. wires. Exactly. <laughs> and so that brings me to a tip to consider in the process of making yourself a home office. Um, I would consider flex room, making it a room that works as your office, that can also be a guest room, that can also be an at-home gym. But in, and there's lots of new products that are, like I said, wall-based um, to make things spatially accommodating. Um, and that whether it's your profession or your hobby, there are things to consider, like if you like to sew, if you're a fashion designer, you need not only a place to sketch, mm -hmm. but you need a place to sew prototypes, yeah. to, to sew samples. Mm -hmm. So creating spaces that work with, you know, in your layout, um, or maybe you're changing the layout. So to consider having spaces for people's hobbies and, and the kind of work that they do. So technically speaking though, you have, for instance, a lot of lights uh, ring lights and all these different types of lights and there's cords on the floor and so forth and when I go into that space I don't want to see those things so we're considering having those things hanging from the ceiling so mm -hmm. that we can use those spaces for uh, you know maybe it's a flex room that's also a second bedroom mm -hmm. but if the things are from the ceiling roll down or they things roll that down, electrically roll down use it multifunctional as far as you know quiet space there's a lot of things you can do you can add carpet you can get add absorbing uh, fabrics that absorb sound. sound you can do an accent wall and cover it mm -hmm. in a fabric like leather or some or you know something that really softens the sound uh, let's let's talk about another life event that's uh, you know expecting twins like you know you're walking, you have two kids yeah and twins are on the way mm -hmm. and you say oh my god we have a two-bedroom apartment or even worse, one bedroom, but say a two bedroom, and we, we accommodated it for a five year old and a seven year old, but now baby twins are coming. Uh, How do we handle that? Good right? question. Good question. Go ahead, Samantha. So, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> well, I'll start you off with, with your thought from before. These movable walls is a, a very big um, a, a seller, uh, or split walls, uh, using spaces, spaces vertically, uh, you know. 
while bunk beds are a known thing, but there's this uh, design that you can use where you have the beds on top and you have desk space on the bottom, you have play space on the bottom. You have to think outside of the box and look at opportunities that are going to utilize your space more fully for not just the kids, but more functions. You, you might still be working from home. And I've seen some loft spaces built for children uh, to share a room that have um, cabineted cubby holes for their belongings mm-hmm. or that wrap around the wall. So ah. the idea of the bunk bed actually elevated into a loft situation really allows each child to have their mini own, you know, private space. So, so again, start with the criteria, the things that you're going to need. Uh, a project like that probably requires working with professionals like ourselves to talk to you about the layout and the plans and, and ways that you can utilize your space. But, and structurally what's possible. Well, for sure. Um, you know, weights and, 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 and power requirements become different types of needs on that. And working within your budget. Mm-hmm. But know that there are opportunities to make that work. You don't have to necessarily move and get a bigger space, especially uh, if you like living in the city and everything is nearby, your work and so forth. Um, you know, the opportunities before was moving out further and so forth. There are ways to do it. What about another favorite of mine, or maybe not? I know you're looking for new pets. I'm not ready for that yet, oh. but uh, many people have pets, especially yes. during COVID. Uh, they needed pets to really uh, help uh, with the ambiance because uh, you know nobody was around. Well, so pets help with more than ambiance. Okay. Pets have become part of our families. Mm-hmm. They, they, there's enough studies that prove that they lower blood pressure. They help with anxiety. They, they help with um, uh, bonding and teaching social skills to your kids. Um, they make us more human, if you will. And they're part of our families. And wouldn't we want the animals in our lives that are part of our families to feel like they are not a second-class citizen? Mm-hmm. So that means having uh, cat beds, dog beds, uh, or doggy steps, or cat steps if your animal sleeps at the foot of your bed, or maybe you want their own bed, but you want to incorporate it into the interior style of your home so it doesn't feel like a hodgepodge mess. And just for a second, I want to talk about cats. Well, about cats. well, yeah, and I mean, cats like to go all over the place. They call here, they call there. How can we make that more design savvy? So that's why I'm wearing Life with me today in honor of cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and so cats like to climb. And yes, okay, you can put a scratching post in the corner of your living room, been there, we've all seen that. But it just then it looks like, oh, this giant thing is in the middle of my yeah. living room. Where now you can get consultants to come in and help you build entire cat environments that happen somewhere between the top of the wall and the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And so that the cats can literally climb up and walk around the whole apartment, you know, over your head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's design savvy. That's design savvy. And to do it in finishes and materials that disappear into your interior. All right. I'm not ready for a catch yet, but when we are, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Another one that I think is... That's that's what she keeps telling (laughs) us. Anyhow, um, 
we'll see. Uh, a- another one is uh, the mother-in-law moves in. Now, I love my mother-in-law, but it, it is uh, it, it de- definitely. And uh, but it is a, a change in life. The mother-in-law moves in, the father-in-law moves in. Uh, or caring for an elderly, you know, how do you do that within your space? You know, I mean, obviously there, there are challenges, not just in separation of space, but, you know, in different types of habits and, and you know, one likes to go to sleep early, wake up uh, early, or may have different habits. Now, how do we uh, cohabitate uh, with different, um, you know, and agendas? If you're lucky enough that your home or your apartment has a dual entry, you know, has a door over here and has a door over there, you might consider reconfiguring your floor plan to allow for a private studio apartment for the person who is coming in to live with you. So they can come and go and have their own life, you know, independent of you. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes the layout is such that a second door can be put in from the uh, corridor space. I mean, obviously, that's something you have to discuss with your condo board, mm-hmm. but or co-op or rental, whatever it may be. But those are things that, you know, again, thinking out of the box, how can you make this space more workable? Exactly. And going back to workable for just a second, um, I really love the idea of hydraulic desks on wheels. And I've seen some that are not only hydraulic, they go up and down, they're narrow, don't take up a lot of space. When you put them on wheels, you can roll them around to wherever you need. Um, and the idea that they can elevate or lower means that you can use it to cut somebody's hair if you've got a home salon at home. Um, if you're in production, you can get your camera and your mic at just the right height. It can allow you to get like a, a stair stepper or a bicycle wheel or something so that you can exercise under your desk while you're working. There are lots of things that we can do yeah. to multitask yeah. and flex the space, make the spaces flexible, do is multitask. Yeah, multitask. And today's workspace is not like it was before with file cabinets and all that kind of stuff. You have it all in your computer. So actually you just need a laptop and, you know, some some – uh, items on your desk, so a counter with with wheels that can be moved back and forth. We had we designed that in Florida. It all looks like part of the space. It all has the same tops, uh, but it's flexible and moves space to space. Another one, another life event, um, which you know hopefully doesn't happen a lot, but it is reality. Enjoy. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, husband is out at at war, or the wife. Uh, and she, he or she gets a disability. Right. Or come back disabled, or we get older and we become disabled from wear and tear, or from you know, an accident, an a accident, car accident. And so, you know, what what occurs then? Yeah. So, you know, a wheelchair might be involved. It might be a a, a visual impediment or, or the such. And and the main thing is uh, comfort in the home how one gets around. Can you use the toilet? Can you use the bathroom? Can you use the shower? Can you get into the tub? Yeah. Uh, can you turn the faucet? You know, uh, yeah. all things that we take for granted in everyday's life begin to change. Um, for handicapped folks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's something out there called ADA requirements, but they're real requirements. Yeah. It means turning radius, being able to turn your wheelchair, 
being able to go into a doorway. There needs to be certain space requirements. Mm -hmm. uh, that gets a little bit more Maybe technical. You have to put in an elevator yeah. lift somewhere, whether it's attached to the stairs or under your actually space. putting in an elevator if you have a duplex situation. So lots of things to consider, doorways that might need to be changed. You might yeah. need to change the whole floor plan to actually make um, it more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there might even be the need of a lift to get in and out of bed. But basically, that's something that you, you do want to speak Sink to a professional height, about. Toilet height, all of these things that we don't always think about become top of mind. Even mm -hmm. reaching a cabinet where you were easy to reach a cabinet before, now it's it, it's more difficult. And how do you handle that? And maybe ramps are needed. And finally, adjacent to this. Flexible spaces. Exactly. And baby boomers. So so, uh, so baby boomers, very interesting. Uh, by the end of this uh, decade or earlier, all baby boomers will actually be senior. Uh, and many of them uh, will want to continue living from their apartments uh, indefinitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, today, uh, baby boomers and, and older want to stay in place uh, and not go to senior care facilities if they can help it. Uh, however, most apartments are not designed for that. And senior care facilities, unfortunately, uh, have a bad rap. Yeah. And the really fancy ones are and very the expense of it all. Yes. Very expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, it, but it's also for individuality. People want to continue living the way they Absolutely. they have um, familiarity of their own space and their own uh, sense of autonomy. And so, how can we? make um some renovation so it might be better to just stay in place and see what services can be brought into the home either under you know insurance or yeah. independently so so, so these so, are things that you, right as age right. like that so so absolutely and and you do want to think of these things ahead of time of course. <clears throat> and it, it includes also uh ability to navigate within the space because as people become more elderly falls come about mm -hmm. and once a, a life-changing situation like that happens and if you're not prepared and if oh. you're alone in the house and so forth and unfortunately uh you know the best route might be going to senior care facilities uh, how do you avoid those things yeah. uh in advance so you do look for accessibility getting in and out of tubs you know, the types with doors, yeah. adding steps, and you adding can design the height, of, the height of the sink, the handles. Right. Mm -hmm. You can design it in a high end manner or uh, a medium level, whatever you want. It, it doesn't have to look ugly. You know, a lot of these things they put in uh, uh, seats inside of right. showers that look, look ugly. Right. Got it. Exactly. Just say it like okay. it is, Samantha. Yep. I, it's true. It doesn't need to look geriatric. Mm -hmm. You can have railings and grip bars and benches that are made out of marble that go with the rest of your um, finish mm -hmm. in your bathrooms. The bathroom door can slide, yeah. so it's like you're on the floor and it's all one level. And then, it can be closed in glass that just slides. There are things that can be done that look modern, beautiful, beautifully finished, high-end finishes that make um, aging look good. And in the kitchen, again, reaching, pulling drawers, sh low shelves, you can add sliders to those low shelves so That's they right. go in and out. Try putting things that are heavy higher, higher up. up. 
it may, it may be different than you're accustomed to, but it's going to save a lot of the energy and the effort and allow you to function uh, well into uh, older age within your, your space. And then, you know, in a technical standpoint, think about medical response systems. Yeah. You know, today, you know, that's it's everywhere. Technology is here. You can have those systems incorporated within uh, your home so that in the event of, you know, an issue or that you become, uh, you fall or trip or something like that, you can get that ex response immediately. No different than you would in a senior care facility. All these things can be designed within your facility. Smart homes, you know, um, to control the temperature, the refrigerator that can order, knows when it's time to order delivery, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the reoccurring grocery list. Um, doorways and locks themselves, if your hands shake, yeah. you have arthritis, maybe it's hard to get that key in the, in the door True. and turn it can be a, a whole to do. So now there, there are, um, scanners, electric things, you can open the door with your phone. There's lots of possibilities. Yeah. So basically we went through some of the more major life events that affect, that can affect you in the future. Uh, certainly there are many others. The yeah. key again is to go through the issues, the criteria, speak to professionals it, yeah. like ourselves uh, and talk about that criteria and look at options, how to incorporate it with your, within Great. your space. They don't all have to be major. They don't no. have to all be a gut renovation. Some of so, them are superficial or so, some adjustments uh, that can be more uh, in line with your potential budget, but do make a change. So make the I, list. Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to jump in because we, we talked about disabilities and we talked about aging. But um, just so happens that yesterday, yesterday I gave a presentation to the Massachusetts Association for the Blind, who they reached out to me wanting a presentation on style. And so I shared with them a tip about closet division so that capsule wardrobes, for example, everything that's in my gray scale, tops, pants, sweaters, skirts, dresses that all go together are put next to each other mm -hmm. in the closet. So that, and with dividers, they can be separated. So all of your things that go together are in one section with a divider mm -hmm. and then another. So you can feel your way through, through your capsule wardrobes. Never thought I think about we'll that. need a few yeah. more hours to discuss all I know. These I apologize, man. We are out of time. <laughs> we got we to gotta find out how we could reach you all again to talk about this, to make that list and start, to, you know, talking about the importance of, of this. Go ahead. Absolutely. Please reach out to me at Samantha at socialimage.net. You can find us on my website, samanthabasudotrucker.com, and absolutely check out our YouTube channel at Love and Design Project YouTube. Perfect. Thank you both for being here today. Pleasure Thank having you. you again, and uh, we'll talk next week. Thanks for bringing this all to light, and uh, congrats um, on what you do. Again, you're speaking, you're helping people, and uh, it's great that they reached out to you for that in such a way. It's so heartwarming, right? But simple things you could do to really help in so many different ways. There's always a solution. Talk to Jeffrey. Talk to Samantha. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank you. Bye. Broadcast.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.